Yes, sir, we promised you a great main event here tonight. WrestleMania! It's professional wrestling. Wrestling. That's what it is. It's professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Heat. My name is Peter Rosenberg. I'm trying to set up the camera as we speak and try to get it to sit still. We'll do the best we can. Oh, that didn't work. We're going to make this work. This balancing act that I have to figure out. Hopefully the sound is working because I'm doing a, I'm going to do this live on the Instagrams. So we're going to do the best we can. Hopefully it'll stay. Um, but yes, if you're joining right now, um, on the Instagram live, it, this is cheap heat. This is not going to be a music, uh, festive festivity. This is a wrestling festivity. As a matter of fact, I hope we can grab some random guests based on whoever jumps in the room. I'm going to try to catch some, I'm going to try to catch some WWE talent in here. Shout out to DJ cast one in the room. Um, and we're going to talk about the week in professional wrestling. It's Wednesday. Um, as we're recording this right now for Cheap Heat, I do have to announce the other day we did an entire full episode of Cheap Heat that disappeared. This happens like every six months. Peace cast. <laughs> this happens every, I don't know, four to six months. We do a full episode and then lose the episode. Maybe four, that's strong. Maybe tw- once a year, one and a half times a year. It's very frustrating, but Greg and I did a whole episode last week. We argued all about the Chris Benoit um, Dark Side of the Circle episode, which aired on Viceland last night. We talked about WrestleMania and just so much stuff, and then the episode was completely lost. So that part was, you know, certainly frustrating, but it happens. So SGG hopefully is going to join us. Um, I texted him. To see if he was awake. I'll be honest, I blindsided him because I'm up from early, obviously, because of the morning show. Um, but is it, what did I call it? Is it called Dark Side of the Ring? Did I call it Dark Side of the Circle? What's it called? It's called Dark Side of the Ring, right? Dark Side of the Squared Circle. Whatever. The Chris Benoit documentary that aired yesterday. So, um, here's what I will do. If, if you want to, the kids see ghost painting in the background. If you guys want to, uh, join, I'll actually take a couple of questions, wrestling questions. I will take them right here on the Instagram live. So if you want to request to go live, um, I'll take you and put you on the show for a minute and let you ask questions because we never get to do that. We don't have a phone line. <coughs> Excuse me. No, sneezing is not a, a, a sign of COVID, although I, part, part of me does think I have it. I've been sick for about a week. Uh, I'm mostly better now. I've been quarantined. I've been self-quarantined for 
going on two weeks. But I went to a party a couple of weeks ago, and I've heard that people from that party tested positive. And like I said, I've been sick sick for about a week. The worst of it was um, early last week. I'm feeling mostly good right now. Yeah, if Vince heard that sneeze, I'd be a wrap. Hopefully Vince McMahon never sees this podcast um, because that sneeze would be the end of me and, and WWE. So if you want to ask a question wrestling-related, uh, request to go live, I will throw you on the show and let you ask a question. It can be about WrestleMania. It could be about AEW. It could be about uh, Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris Benoit episode yesterday. It could be whatever wrestling-related content you want to talk about it it could be about a boneyard match whatever the hell that means shout out to savvy davis jr for everyone here who's a michael k show fan savvy is in the room he is the man who once said to jimmy carter hey jimmy what's up baby you good that is sav so um yeah we're going to talk some some pro wrestling today on cheap heat if you don't subscribe to Cheap Heat currently, make sure you go subscribe on iTunes. We've been having a hell of a run recently, if I do say so myself. Also, we'll talk a bit about the ratings which came in. Um, this past Sunday, they re-aired WrestleMania 30 on ESPN. It got the biggest rating for the entire weekend on ESPN. Did about almost 900,000 uh, viewers. So it did pretty well. Um when you could consider that it was a random airing announced just a couple days earlier, a random airing of WrestleMania 30, pretty big numbers. So I'm curious to see whether ESPN wants to do more related to wrestling. If only ESPN had a wrestling podcast every week, something they could use for content on TV since wrestling's still going. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. So anyways, uh, let's talk to a few people. Answer some questions. See what the people want to talk about when it comes to uh, wrestling. So be quick. I'm going to ask you uh, what your name is and what your question is, and we'll throw you on and see if we get some good questions here on uh, on Cheap Heat. Uh, who's this? What's what's up, man? What's your name? My name is. Ed, oh wait, hold on. Ed I got to pop you up. Hold on. I don't hear you. Go ahead. What's your name, bro? My name is Ed the Barber. Ed the Barber. Um, what's good, man? What you got today, Ed? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, man. Um, I actually, I'm not too much of a wrestling fan, but I just wanted to say thank you so much. You spoke about my Carol Sanchez skit on, um. Oh, I remember that skit. That was very funny. Yeah. Thank you, man. So we, so my girl and I, we do skits all the time. Um, we've been on World Star a few times. So it was like, and I feel like you got the ball rolling for us because you were the first one to ever mention us on, on like anything. Oh, that's nice, man. I don't think so. I think that skit was already rolling on its own. If you've never seen it, it's a very funny skit that was playing on a, a local New York story that was that was crazy. But where could people find your stuff, Ed? Um, so my ad name is Ed the underscore barber. Okay. And my girlfriend's ad name is at I am a lady. Okay. And you guys so, and you guys are coming with that content. You have some good COVID nineteen um quarantine content we coming. We. We did a little bit of COVID nineteen. We don't want to do too much of it. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a tricky um uh topic. However, the the Carol Sanchez was genius because she she messed up, dude. I know. Like, that's, she, if, 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 if what could people search for if they want to find that sketch because it was pretty funny. What could they search for um, on World Star? They can go. I don't think it got on World Star. We got 
The one that got on Worldstar was the prank where I farted in her face. Oh, wow. That also sounds high quality. Thank you for bringing that. By the way, that is not uh, that is not social distancing um, no, absolutely at all. But, yo, Ed the Barber, man, thanks for coming through. You and your girlfriend keep making content, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate Cheers, Ed. Thank you. Take care, man. There you go. Shout out to Scotty Beam who popped by the room. Let's see. Hopefully we'll get an actual wrestling question here. Um, but I'm happy to get shout outs. Why not? Why not? Um, but there is a lot going on in wrestling. Like I said, this is the only thing going right now. What up, K Dominique? Um, all right. Let's see who we got here. Yo, who's this? Hey, Rosenberg. What's up? What's up, man? What's your name? Twiza. Twiza, where are you at right now? Australia, man. Australia. Oh, big, big ups, Australia. How's your quarantine going? Oh, boring, man. Yeah, no, that's for sure. It's not, it's, it's nothing really going on here. Um, do you have, do you have a wrestling related question, my friend? Wrestling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, do um, you? It sounds like you're making it up on the fly, but go for it, Twizy. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I seen you on live. I was like, Rosenberg is on live. Let me just see what's up. <laughs> so we're 0 for 2 on wrestling. All right. Well, listen, man, do me a favor. I want you yeah. to, ch- WWE Network is offering it, uh, its services for free right now because of the outbreak. Okay. You should check it out. I'm a huge wrestling fan, man. I'll check that. Who's out. your favorite, really? Who's your favorite of all time? Let's see, because we got a room full of, of wrestling fans. Yeah, your favorite wrestler of all time. Stone Cold, man. Stone Cold, 316. Okay. okay. You know, listen, that's a okay. safe, yo, Tweezer, that's a safe answer, bro. Good looking, man. All right, take it easy. Take man. care, bro. There we go. Live right. from Australia. What a time this is, by the way, that you can just randomly hear from people from Australia. So far, 0 for 2 on people wanting to talk wrestling. Um, here's someone who I know will have something wrestling to say, because she is a huge, huge wrestling fan. And she's always here when we're doing Cheap Heat Live. So let's see what Katie Lyman has to say. Hey, Katie, how are you? Good, how are you? How's quarantine? How's there? How's everything? We're, we're holding it down. We're holding it down. What, what, are you, uh, what are you thinking about in wrestling most this week, Katie? <sighs> you know, I love it. It's hard to watch. But I still watch it because we love the product. And uh, my, uh, my question was, what do you think about that part two of the uh, – Dark side of the ring last night. Oh, the Chris Benoit part two. Oh, yeah. that's a, that's a good question, Katie. Um, I gotta tell you, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah. I did not have super high expectations because I didn't love the end of last oh, season of Dark yeah. Side of the Ring, but I yeah. really thought that it was really well done. What did you think? I agree. It was super, like, I'm super sensitive to certain things, but yeah, it was good. It was, kind of mind-blowing stuff, but, uh, yeah, and uh, we appreciate you, I appreciate you, the whole world appreciates you, you know, wrestling needs to, I personally would kids wrestling and do what we talked about earlier. You wanted to postpone it? Yeah, the Madison Square Garden thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, the June Madison Square Garden idea. Yeah, and, like, you know, we gotta do what we gotta do, and uh, thank you again. Always, Katie, thank you for supporting. Wait, wait, wait. Um, does, do you see that quarantine with the, the guy from Flatfoot Zombies? No, um, what, who was doing, was Juice or? Juice? It was, it Juice. was, it was Juice doing stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarantine freestyle, check it out. Oh, bet. It's All right. Off a dry beat, but, uh, thank you, Pete. All right. Peace, Katie. Love, Good talking to you. Love you. Katie, one of, uh, the most supportive listeners we have there of, uh, of Cheap Pete. Um, really appreciate that. I'll tell you what though, guys, I, I know that stack guy, Greg and I had different opinions and we actually argued a lot about this on the episode, which we'll now never hear. Um, 
about, you know, the need for the Benoit episode of Dark Side of the Ring, but I thought it was really, really good. Um, oh, come on, Kay. You said you have a funny WWF story, but you're not going to get on this live? Come on, man. Jump on. If you got something good. Um, yeah, I just thought it was well done. I thought that I didn't think it was overly sympathetic to Benoit. You know, um, I thought it was human. I thought it was a real, it's a lot, it's a lot, you know, for people to take this, but here's what you have to understand. I know it's easier for us to just pretend like, um, Benoit was a monster and not a human being, but sorry guys, that's just not the case. He wasn't. He was a human being with a full story and a whole life before this happened. So, you know, SGG and I argue about stuff like this a lot, you know, and I, and it was, we had a good moment on the show last week because Greg admitted that forgiveness is not necessarily his number one trait. You know, Greg does not, you know, love to see the whole picture. I think Greg really, the negative thing stays in his brain first and foremost. And I get that. And everyone has that right. And certainly with someone who does the most heinous thing humanly possible, like Chris Benoit, it's certainly easy to only think of that. Um, and you have that right. But I believe you're oversimplifying a story that's more complicated and probably deserves more thought if you're a thoughtful person than just being like, he murdered his family. That's it. End of story. Um, yes. Um, certainly that's enough reason to never put him in the hall of fame and to never celebrate him. Obviously I'm, I'm all for that, but I think it's, I think it's important to look at the entire story. Just if you want to learn about people, cause guess what? Crazy stuff happens in this world. Um, someone said Benoit story is about as interesting as OJ story. These monsters need to be forgotten, but that's not what happens. You, you don't forget about these things. And frankly, there's a lot to learn from the Benoit story. Uh, it's probably a story of CTE. You know, like it, it's a, it's a story to, to learn from about someone who he did not live his life that way. This guy was not a murderous human being for his first 42 years on this planet. So I think it's lazy to just be like, oh, that's it. Forget about him. No. Why? There's a lot to learn from there. And frankly, Nancy Benoit deserves more than that. You know? And Daniel deserves more than that. They don't deserve to have their story be completely forgotten just because it makes us feel more comfortable. We have to know more about this. So I I think it was a really a pretty well done a pretty well done special. Um you know, I think it gave you a pretty complete picture. Uh, lo- looks like they have a new Jack episode, which I'm pretty excited to see. Um, I'll be curious to see how they do on the other stuff because they seem to take this one a little bit more seriously. Um, there were some episodes I thought last season they toyed with and they were cheap. You know, like they were like whatever. Like I didn't think the Screw Job was done that great. Like if you if you've seen the Screw Job doc, the real one, Wrestling with Shadows. You didn't need to see last year's. I, I didn't think their savage story was that great. Um, I thought it was sort of basic. If you're someone who really knows about the, the savage macho man story. Does anybody else have this problem or is it just me being old that after I take like one live, I could no longer view who's in the room? 
Like, I can't see who's requesting things. The only way I can go live with you, actually, is if I click your name. So if you have a good wrestling question, leave a comment, and um, and I'll click your name and do it that way because it won't let me bring up who's requested it. Um, The Bruiser Brody one was cool. It was cool. Skinny Rosenberg weirding me out. I am down 22 pounds. That is a super fact. I, I, I can't just put you on if you say, let me go live. I need someone with, like, a good wrestling question. Let's take a gamble here. Uh, give me a hint of what the subject is. I need to know. Yo, there's a Dino Bravo one coming? That's That's lit. Thank you, Kay. I appreciate it. 22 pounds. I'm on the way. My goal was to be incredibly popping at WrestleMania. Guys, I had a Dapper Dan tuxedo made, and there's no Hall of Fame for me to wear it to this year. I'm going to have to sit on a Dapper Dan tuxedo for a year and stay thin for this entire time. All right, a WrestleMania main event question. Let's see what this is about. Let's see if this is actually... A question. Yo, what's up, man? What's your name? Kevin. What's up? Kevin, what you got, bro? I have a question. Since WrestleMania is going to be two nights, I just thought of this. What do you put for the main event on both nights? We know it would be – we want Edge, Randy Orton, one of those nights. Or if WrestleMania was one night, do that at the end. But since you have two nights, what do you do? I would throw Flair and Ripley in one. Agreed. I think that's a great match. It's not getting enough talk. Um, uh, that's a great question, Kevin. Thank you, man. I agree. I agree with you a hundred percent. My gut, the first thing I thought when you asked the question was night one main event with Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair and night two Edge and Randy Orton. Um, however, that means that neither men's championship match gets a main event billing. That means that you don't get a, a main event match. Uh, you, you won't have the Goldberg match for the title, um, it means you won't have the Brock match. So I'm not sure that we'll see that. You would, you would think Brock's going to main event one of those nights, Brock and Drew McIntyre. I, I don't think that's it, though. I, I think the Brock-Drew McIntyre story lost a lot of its luster when it lost the crowd. I think that was like a really big moment, you know, and I think that when... The crowd disappeared. As a result, you lose the excitement around Drew McIntyre, unfortunately. So, let's see. Big Heath has a question. Let's see. Let's see if we get two wrestling questions in a row. They'll be very excited. I'm confident we can do this. Yo! Yo, what's good, fam? Yo, what's happening, man? It's Heath. Yo, My he- name's Heath. Yo, Heath, how are you, man? I appreciate you. What's you up? Uh, what's- bro, I'm so bored, man. I'm from the Cambridge, UK. I'm so bored, bro. Do you are, are so you bored? Or do you have a do you have a wrestling question? Yeah, basically, right. Okay. I've been going. I mean, bro, it's not about the new state. So I'm sorry if you only wanted questions about the new sort of wrestling. It's okay. I'll take so it, Heath. I've been, bro. I've been so bored. Yeah. I've been watching the best moments from the last, like, 20 years, right? Okay. Now, I wanted to ask you, bro, right? Mm-hmm. How can I practice? Because I've, I've gave myself, right, over the next week, I've 
got to be at home the whole time, right? I've gave myself one task, which is so left field. I want to learn the Vince McMahon walk. <laughs> that is what I've given myself the task of doing. How is it going so far? I just, I, well, I wanted you to give me your honest opinion. Okay, perfect. Can you, can you let us see it? Yeah, you certainly can. Let me just put on a top or all the girls are going to be out of this live yeah. faster than... No, I think the girls would want to see you well, do it with no shirt, but it's okay. All right, I'll take it. And we're going to... Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's go shirtless. I think this is better. All right, let's get a shirtless... You got pants on. Okay, yeah, you got pants Three, on. All right, let's... Two, one. <laughs> you know, Heath, I think it's tremendous. It's good, right? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're off to a great Nailed. start. You gotta, you gotta swing the arms a bit more. The arms have to swing a bit more. Okay, hold on. Hold try- on, hold on, hold on. Add a little more swing to the end. Here we go. Heath is trying his best. Well, oh yeah. Oh yeah, you look like the chairman. Yeah, baby. You look just like the chairman. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yo, Heath, <laughs> thanks for checking in, dude. <laughs> Lots of love, bro. I'm a big fan, bro. I appreciate it. I'm a big it. fan. Um, if Please I- check out my yeah, go ahead. Please check out my fire in the booth, bro. Please check it out. I'm a big fan, bro. Yo, Heath, I'm a big uh, fan. Yo, send me, DM me the link to your fire in the booth. I want to see what you got. I will, brother. All I'm right. Big fan, bro. Keep doing you, brother. Good looking, man. Big Heath, Cambridge, Love, UK. Bro. Appreciate you, man. Um, came with the shirtless Vince McMahon walk. Andy's got bars. Did fire in the booth. Okay. Um, a, a lot of people are confused by what they saw when they walked in. It wasn't what I expected, but hey, you know, that's what we're here for on Cheap Heat Live. Oh, all right. Let's see. What other wrestling questions do we have? Wrestling questions. Okay. Laced up white boy, white guy. Let's see if laced up white guy has a wrestling question. This is such a risky game that I'm playing right here. We're going to keep trying though. What's the worst that could happen? Hey, what's up, Pete? What's up, man? What's your name? Tyler. Tyler, what you got? Uh, so if WWE hired you as a manager and you can pick two to three underutilized guys, in Ooh. your opinion, who would you pick and what would their first feud be to bring them up to TV and have them feud for a title? Who Underutilized. A main roster, guys, or could be NXT also? It could be anybody. All right. That's a very good question. Thank you, man. Um, let me marinate on this for a second. If I could manage underutilized talent on WWE. All right. The first person that comes to mind, and I'm not saying she's underutilized, but considering how mage I think she is, I do think she's underutilized. Ruby Riot. And not that Ruby can't talk and needs a manager. I, I don't know that that's my criteria. You know, Ruby can talk. But still, I think I'm just saying people that get me excited and that I would want to work with because I could help them turn up. Um, Ruby is a good choice. Someone someone tweeted it, and they're not wrong. Ricochet is a great choice. Um, so talented. Crowd loves him, but they obviously don't want to hand him a microphone. And another suggestion that I saw here, Sasha Banks. I'll tell you what, Sasha Banks with the right with the right manager talking, whew, could be fire. Because Sasha's talent at level, I still think, is exceedingly high. Um I'm trying to think of who else, there anyone else that could use someone. I mean, he doesn't need a manager because he's already over, but I would love to work with Keith Lee. I would love to work with Keith Lee if I had to put a little faction together. 
Um, all right, what else you got? WWE questions. Let's go to um, D Perez. Let's see what D's got. Cheap Heat Live as we're waiting for Stack Guy Greg to wake up. The physically sleeping Stack Guy Greg. All right, D, what's your name? Uh, Danny. Danny, please be safe if you're driving and asking a question. Not necessarily what I'd recommend normally, but what do you got for me today? <laughs> well, my question is um, a lot of people have uh, thought that people's pushes from NXT have gotten buried uh, once they go up to the main roster. My question to you is, do you agree with that? And if so, why do you think that's the case? Thank you, man. I appreciate that. And drive safe out here and be safe in general. Um, oh, shout out to J-Rock in the room. What up, J-Rock? Um, I don't think it's a matter of people being buried when they come from NXT. I think it's a matter of um, either them having different um, a different aesthetic that doesn't work when they get to Raw or SmackDown, or, you know, frankly, once you get up to Raw or SmackDown, it becomes much more of a Vince McMahon-driven show as opposed to a Triple H-driven show. So when you have different eyeballs seeing what you're doing and a different creative vision, it just changes you. So it's not as if when people go from, you know, um, NXT to Raw that Triple H can continue to control what they do. Now this goes under a different, you know, viewpoint, which is Vince McMahon. So everything changes. You know, Triple H gets to do what he does um, at NXT, and that changes when you end up on the main roster. So it's just a different, you know, it's a different thing altogether. J-Rock says, all I remember is WWF. Remember when Hulk Hogan slammed Andre the Giant, LOL. Yo, J-Rock, why do you have to mention the most memorable moment in literally the history of wrestling? That is it. That is the moment. I, I, I do not think that we're talking about a billion dollar industry if, if Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant at WrestleMania three doesn't happen. That changed everyone's viewpoint of wrestling. I was so in at that time. It was just absolutely crazy. J Rock said that's all I know. By the way, if you haven't checked out J Rock's last album, it's incredible. And J Rock, we're waiting on. We're waiting on new music from you right now. You don't have anything to do but sit around and make music right uh, right now, my G. So let's get this new J-Rock music cracking ASAP. Um, but, yeah, that moment, it is the moment for a reason. All right, Sasha Bailey question. Let's see. Uh, let me try to go to Mike. Try to tap you here, Mike. All right. I feel like I've been hard on Sasha and Bailey recently. Go Terps is right. Yo, who's this? Yo, what up, Rosenberg, man? This is Mike from Franklin Square, man. What's good? Another person driving. Where the hell are you going? <laughs> I'm on my way home, man. I just worked, man. Where do you, what do you do? Sanitation. Oh, well, thank you, man. I appreciate you getting out there and having to work. I just want to let, I just want to tell you one thing, man. I've been rocking with you. Listen, I'm a, I'm an avid listener of, um, of Ebro in the morning with you. I'm an avid listener of Michael K. Oh, thank you, man. I, lo I love the show. I love you and Don. And when I found out you were, you were working for WWE, I was like, yo, this is my dude right here. Oh, thank Three you, man. I love, man. Yo, good looking um, out, man. Good looking. Listen, I just want to talk to you about, um, listen, I'm a big fan of Sasha, okay? 
and you know I followed her through NXT and you know whole career. For some reason, they, I mean, it doesn't take. I, I don't know what's going on with her. Why they're not using her correctly? Um, but what have they been setting up? But they've been setting up a whole Sasha and Bailey feud because that was one of the best matches in NXT. Um, their feud together. Like, what are they doing? What, I, I don't understand why they're not using her correctly. She's not getting a title shot. She's, I feel like she's just following around Sasha uh, Bailey. You feel me? I, I, yo, that's a good question. Um, thank you, bro, for all the support on everything. It means a lot, uh, especially people listening to both shows, man. You're, you're keeping the lights on here, so I appreciate you very much. Um, and as far as Sasha and Bailey go, here's the thing. Sasha and Bailey are now back together. And let's not forget... They culminated their story. It looked like they were about to have this huge blow off and they just went away from it. You know, someone sent me a question yesterday. They said, what was the most disappointing end to a story you can remember? You know, where you were just so frustrated at the way it died. And I would say the end of Sasha Bailey was maybe the most annoying, disappointing end to a story I've ever seen. So now... When you build a tag team of two separate superstars, the point is always for that tag team to explode, for the mega powers to explode. So why are you doing all this stuff with Sasha and Bailey if the eventual point isn't for them to break up? So are we finally going to get the blow off that Sasha and Bailey deserve? And if not, what the hell are we doing? But right now, we know Sasha Banks is now in the six-pack challenge at WrestleMania. I think Sasha Banks will win the title from Bayley at WrestleMania, and they'll probably be off to the races, and hopefully this time um, it's done right. Let's see. Looking for more questions here. If you have a question, tell me what it's related to. Um, Wait, J-Rock, I thought you didn't follow wrestling anymore. You know who Sasha is? I'm impressed if you're telling the truth. Uh, shout out to my man Carlos Herrera in the room. Um, man, the questions are going too fast. I can't see. Let me try to catch up here. Um, an NXT related question. All right, let's give it a shot. Hello, man. Yo, what's up, man? What's your name? I'm Josh, and I got two questions for you, actually. One's wrestling. The other, I just want to know real quick, which has been your favorite DJ set on Instagram this week? I'll answer that first. My favorite DJ on IG Live um, has been um, Lord Finesse. All right. I agree with that 100%. And he's my been, he's been bodying. Go ahead. Yeah. No, Lord Finesse is, oh, man. But, okay, so my question is, what do you say the people that still say NXT is a developmental brand and the wrestlers that disagree with that comment? Hmm. You know, that's a good thought actually. Um, Hmm. Let's see. Let me think about that. Uh, well, in one sense, they're right. You know, it's not exactly a, a developmental brand anymore. It's its own brand. But at the same time, you know, the biggest money and the biggest viewership is in Raw and SmackDown. So it is more than a developmental brand, but it is also a developmental brand. I think those things, oh, you guys couldn't hear the question? Sorry, I could hear it and you guys couldn't hear it. He asked, what do I say to people who um, who feel that uh, NXT is no longer a developmental brand? And I think it's, I think the question is, 
is valid, but it's both. Um, it is, it is a developmental brand and it is its own thing. So it's, it's really, it's really both. Who cares? You know, in the, in one sense, I mean, it doesn't really matter as long as you enjoy it. Um, and I think they're putting on a great show at NXT. I think week to week, you're probably seeing the best wrestling show on NXT. So however you feel like viewing it, um, as long as you're, as long as you're enjoying it, I don't think it really matters. I think the more probably important thing is how do you get these talents that do really well at NXT? How do you get them? How do you get those NXT talents to be as, uh, is as powerful and as impactful on the main roster as they are on NXT. Um, let's go to Davey, who has an AEW slash WWE question. Um, hopefully it'll connect this time because it never connected last time. There we go. Davey, what's up? Hey, Pete, how you doing? Chilling, man. What you got for us today? So I've been reading a lot of articles about how a a lot of people are thinking AEW is going into some WCW territory with the hiring of all these former WWE superstars. Do you agree or disagree with those thoughts? And what kind of road do you see AEW taking now, especially after bringing in Brody Lee and uh, Matt Hardy? Um, thank you, dude. That's a very good question. And uh, take care of yourself, Davey. Um I don't think they're going down that path. I think they've actually knowingly tried to not go down that path, and they have decided to not hire some available talent. You know, I think they passed up on a lot of people they could have and maybe should have added. Do you know how missed an opportunity it is to me that AEW allowed MVP to get signed by WWE again when he was just hanging out completely indie? And by the way, I know stop touching your face, CDC recommendation, but I'm in quarantine. I'm not seeing anyone. So don't worry. I pr- and I'm washing my hands constantly. Sometimes your eye itches. That's why you have to make sure you're cleaning yourself. By the way, I actually already think I have it. So maybe I, maybe it's already too late for me. Um, but by the way, I don't know if that's serious. So don't go reporting that. I don't seriously think I have it, but I have been under the weather. Um, so. I don't think they've gone down that path. I actually think AEW's passed up on a lot of talent they could have signed and maybe should have signed. Um, the Brody Lee thing, um, Luke Harper. Um, yeah, that, that's just someone you got to sign some people. Why would you not sign some of these names? It's, it would be ridiculous not to out of spite. They're not going to pull a Larry David spite store. That's not what AEW's goal should be is to be a spite store. Is AEW the ultimate spite store? I don't think so. Um, I think they're going for it on their own. Uh, Matt Hardy, again, Matt Hardy's such an indie darling these days. How do you pass up on him when he's available? I don't think you can. Um, but I do think they made some mistakes. I do think allowing MVP to get away is a bad, a bad choice. Um, I think you got, I think that's someone who could have been so good for them on the mic. Bear is in the other room. I don't, he left. He was here all during Ebro in the morning, barking up a storm, being obnoxious, and now he's gone. Okay, the first person here said they couldn't get a question. Let's see what the question is. All right, Carlos, I'm going to come to you next. 
Another person driving. Where are you going, man? No, I'm in the passenger seat. I'm not driving. Okay, good, good. But where are you going, though? Um, going to work. I'm at work. I'm cleaning trucks right now. Oh, you're 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 at the fleet wash. Okay, word. And you're in the car with someone else too. Yeah. Y'all are out here wilding. Y'all are out here yeah. wilding. We're on that list. We gotta work. Oh, uh, well, I appreciate you, man. Um, what do you got? Yeah, for, what man. do you got for me today? Yeah, I was wondering. Um, what's your name? Sorry, what's match? your name? Um, Jigga Carter. Right. My name's Jay. All right, Jay. Uh, just one in a strat match, Savio Vega and Stone Cold. Can, can they bring that back, like, to 2020 era? Can the strat match live in 2020? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut you off, Jay. Um, it was a little noisy. Hmm. Can the strat match live in 2020? I don't know. I mean, listen. On AEW, Cody Rhodes got a straight lashing for 10 lashings from MJF. So... I suppose it's possible. The strap match doesn't feel very 2020. Um, though it is some of those classic strap matches, bro. It's funny that you went stone cold Savio Vega. Um, but they happen. Oh yeah. There was a Bray DB one. There, that was as recently as what? 2018, 2017. And Brian and Fiend had one. It's just not quite the same. Strap matches have sort of changed. What they are. They used to be more about whipping the the hell out of the person with the strap. And now it seems it's really more about dragging the person around the ring. Lumberjack matches still happen. All I got to tell you, the lumberjack match, not a social distancing match. The lumberjack match in the age of social distancing should not happen. All right, Carlos, where'd you go? I want to pull you in for a question. There you are. Carlos, a very smart wrestling fan. All the way from Stamford, Connecticut. Star- uh, Carlos is such a mark. He moved to Stamford. What do you got, Carlos? How you doing, man? Hey, uh, real estate's better up here. <laughs> By the way, I think you would enjoy this. That's uh, on my wall. Oh, wow. Is that the poster for the 30 for 30? Yeah. That's fire. That's super yeah. fire. So real quick, do you think the company's going to go on hiatus once WrestleMania, they tie up um, all their storylines? Does the company shut down for a couple of months? Hmm. Good question, Carlos. My, um, you know the company well. Do you think they're going to? I think anyone normal would do that, but because of Vince, I don't think so. But when you hear stories of Ray and Dana being in a you know, sequestered because of, you know everything that's going on, so is that the story? The story's out that Dana is self quarantined right now. Yeah, that's just, allegedly. Again, who knows? And 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 oh, oh yeah, beyond the map. Oh wow! Um, and the Beyond the Map poster, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to see the room. It'll be disturbing. No, let me see the whole. What, is, is any other good stuff on the walls though that we should see? Uh, yeah, hold on. Because you got heat. So you got these guys. Okay, that's light work for you. That's yeah. light work. Some doink uh, action. Uh, a full horseman. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Mania. Oh, look at that. Uh, uh, Mania one. Now let me go back. Is that Mania three one real? Um, I don't know if it's real. I just I found it on eBay. I, I just liked it. It was cheap. Okay, yeah, I yeah. Look, because yeah, um, have you seen mine? I did. I think yours is the real. One. Yeah, mine definitely real. But there could be there could be a secondary real one though. By the way, yeah, yeah. So it, it doesn't I, I mean there. I actually believe that could be. Let me see something real quick. Could you go back yeah. to the Mania Three one? Yeah. Let me see the top corner of it. The top left, that logo. Okay, and let me see the bottom of the whole thing. 
It could be. That one could also be real. The only thing it doesn't have that mine has is the Pontiac Silverdome logo. Um, right. But it's right, possible right. that's not on there. Um, yeah. That one's very dope, too, though. Anyways, that's a good question, Carlos. Thank you for chiming in. Always supporting, by the way. You got it, brother. Appreciate right. you, bro. You got it. Um, I don't see them going on hiatus unless they are forced to. Unless something happens and WWE, for some reason, in the public eye is forced to do it. And then even if that happens, I don't see it being the end of content. I see them still putting things on TV on Mondays and Fridays, even if they're just showing old matches. Um, that's what I would do. I, I, there's no need for them to completely stop content. Yo, you could throw me on. I'll jump on my camera in my room right now on every Monday and Friday night, take you through some of the classic best matches of all time. There's no reason to to stop doing stuff altogether. Because even if you just have a talent from their house hosting classic matches, um, I see no reason why you couldn't do that. So I see no, I see them not going away. Um, and maybe the the matches end if for some reason um, they're forced to. Um, the real Ms. Wen, we already talked about the Benoit special. You can listen when I drop the podcast later. You could listen to the podcast. Um, but we, I did talk about that and was very interested in that. So we'll see. Um, let's see. Here's another wrestling question. Hopefully someone's not driving for once. I'm a little concerned about that. Everyone appears to be driving, going somewhere. Oh, what up, though? What up, man? What's your name? Dom from Detroit. Dom from the D. What's good, bro? So why aren't more wrestlers uh, doing the same thing we're doing right now and live on Instagram, promoting or even fighting via Instagram Live or just doing promos on Instagram, really? I do like – see, that's an interesting idea. That's a great question, D. Thank you, man. Um, I think at first I was going to say the reason they're not doing it is because, you know, going on live, you don't know what people are going to say. You don't want people to, you know, um, risk saying something they shouldn't say or whatever. But at the same time, the idea of them cutting promos on each other, that's a really good idea. Like, why not have it seem very casual and all of a sudden, you know, Drew McIntyre goes on his live and he's talking and then boom, Paul Heyman shows up or whatever. Um, that's a really interesting idea. I'm not mad at that at all. And by the way, someone said, when is Bring It to the Table coming back? Bring It to the Table should come back right now during quarantine. Me, Graves, and JBL during quarantine. That should be happening right now. The annoying part about me not being able to see who's in my chat is like, I don't know if there are any WWE people in here right now who I could try to throw on live without them having a chance because... If they're sitting there, I can't pull up the thing that shows me who's in the chat. So I don't know. Otherwise, I'd be trying to get someone. Yeah, Lana Lana is in character all the time, it seems like. So she'd be good. All right, I'll take a couple more wrestling questions um, before we call a day. And I, I jump on with Stack Guy Greg. And we'll finish up Cheap Heat with SGG. Of course, if you don't subscribe to Cheap Heat and you're in the room right now, please, when we get done here, or even right now, just go to iTunes and subscribe to Cheap Heat, uh, my wrestling pod, the number one sports and recreation podcast in the world. I'm trying to get you up here, KC, but every time I push it, something else pops up. It's very frustrating. All right, got it. I'm so okay, Boomer, with trying to make this work. 
I have to update my IG. I swear it's up to date. What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you? What's your name? Uh, I just go by KC, but Kyle's my name. KC, what do you got there in the background? Let's see the let's see the uh, the wrestling goods you got. What the, what is that poster? Oh, it's, uh, it looks like, it looks like something you made yourself. You Hold go. on. Yeah, so I got it made. There's a Edge one there, Orton one, and an AJ one. Well, so hold on. If you have Edge and Randy on your wall, suffice it to say you're excited for Edge Randy. Uh, yeah, look, I would be one of the people that would have probably made it onto the YouTube reactions if I did the YouTube reaction, but uh, that wasn't <laughs> me. But, but you're, ex- you're excited though. Okay, good. I'm glad. Um, what do you definitely. got? What do you got today? Uh, if you had to basically suspend or just hold off one match until SummerSlam from Mania, which match would it be? It's a very good question. Um, first of all, do you have an answer to that? The Drew McIntyre match for sure, just to give him his ups and give him that um, reaction that he deserves. I guess I, I, I think that's I think that's the best answer um, because I really think Drew will be so ne- negatively impacted by not having a crowd there. How can they have Drew? How can Drew McIntyre beat Brock Lesnar with no crowd? Like it's just one of those moments that won't resonate the same. You know. Your gut is to say Edge and Randy, right? Um, hey, Uncle Rush is here. Russell Simmons in the building. I, Russell Simmons hasn't watched wrestling since 1985, since, since Cindy Lauper was involved. Um, but if, if Drew and Brock could get held off, I think that's the best one. Cause your gut says Edge and Randy, right? But Edge and Randy can handle this. They really, the truth is, Edge already got his pop at Royal Rumble. So he had the Royal Rumble moment already. And he had that incredible pop. So now you just have to have a match. And I believe that the, they can have that match, um, with no crowd. I don't think Edge and Randy need a crowd. I really don't. So to me, I think Drew Brock and and a little bit Ripley Flair. I think it's a bummer that Rio won't get to have that WrestleMania crowd. Um, I don't think it's as important. <laughs> Rush, we're talking about wrestling, okay? Do you have to have a story, Russell Simmons? You have to have a story of meeting a famed wrestler at some point. I'm sure you have some story about being in the club. In 1987 and seeing, you know, Hulk Hogan with a full leather outfit and Eddie Murphy was there. There's no, there's no era in time in which Uncle Rush doesn't have a story with an incredible celebrity moment. Um, but yeah, that, that's how I feel. But yeah, we're, we're getting into the nitty gritty. If you're just joining the chat right now, this is straight up. Uh, this is my cheap heat podcast live. So we are just talking about WrestleMania right now. And everything that's going on in the world of wrestling, which, by the way, is the only thing sports adjacent that's still happening right now. D D three three. All right, says he has a three part question. Yeah, I feel bad for Drew too. I think it's a real bummer that Drew McIntyre finally got this. All right, Russ, I'll hit yo, you soon, yo, man. Rose, Rosenberg. What up, man? Who's this? What's going on, man? It's Nadim over on Long Island. How you doing, brother? Nadim. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. What, what do you got so today? So I got, 
I got uh, three quick questions. Why are you outside? Uh, what are you doing? Smoking a little cheap chief, you know what I mean? Okay, but you're still socially <laughs> distant? Is anyone around? Oh, no, I'm in my house. Don't worry. I'm All right, good, 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 good. Okay. Right, yeah, I'm at home. All right, okay, uh, first question. Who's on your Mount Rushmore of wrestling? Okay. Um, number two, what's your favorite WrestleMania match of all time? And number three, what was your best experience working with WWE? I know you, you work with them again, but you stopped for a certain point. But at that time, what was your best moment? Meeting the Undertaker, whoever it was, you know? All right, you said, so the first one was Mount Rushmore, Mania match, and best moment. All right, let me see if I can do this. Thank you, man. Uh, that's a good question. All right, uh, Mount Rushmore. Whew. This could change, okay? This could change on any given day. What up, Zach? Zach, I can't believe I'm doing a wrestling chat, and you're here, and Dipperstein's not. Zach Iser, by the way, guys, is Dipperstein's good friend and former colleague and uh, was, used to be an agent of mine also. And it's just funny that you're here and Dipperstein is, is still sleeping. Um, okay. My Mount Rushmore today, okay, today could change any time. Brett the Hitman Hart. Macho Man Randy Savage. Ric Flair. It's this is so hard because Hogan is so important, right? But was Hogan as good as Austin? No. You know, I have heart. I have Brett and Randy for how great they were as wrestlers. Randy was great in every single capacity. And then it's got to be Hogan or or Austin. You know, listen, for me personally, I'll go Austin. The truth is, if you remove my personal bias, you probably remove Brett Hart and you keep it Savage, Hogan, Flair, Austin. That's probably the real version. Okay? But I personally have Brett because he's my guy. And Hogan gets enough accolades. I'm taking him off. Alright. Next question. My favorite Mania match? When I was a kid, my favorite Mania match was always Savage Steamboat. It was always Savage Steamboat. That was just the match. And I, and I absolutely love that match. And I always will. Can I tell you though, as time has gone on, from what, because of what they did to the crowd, I'll tell you what. Rocky and Hogan is up there. Rocky and Hogan was a hell of a match. It really was. Um, Owen Brett is a great match. Um, there's no doubt. Um, the latter match, Razor Ramon HBK, great match. You know, favorite memory while in my first stint with WWE. Oh, man. Um, I told this story on the podcast before. Do you remember when Pete Dunn had that classic match? The first time we really got exposed to Pete Dunn was um, he had that takeover match in Houston or something. You guys remember that? 
And afterwards, the next, right after his match, I saw Pat Patterson come up and pull him aside and, and give him a spiel. Who was Pete's match against again? Uh, why am I spacing on the match? Tyler Bate. It was Bate and Dunn. And afterwards, seeing Pat Patterson, who you knew had basically never seen those guys wrestle before, to see him. So I watched him watch the match and then saw him approach them afterwards backstage. Things like that, just getting to watch things like that, like moments like that, were really special. Um, I had a lot of cool moments like that. Um, these like little, just little things. But, you know, they're always, I always appreciate small, small moments. You know, um, my first mania, um, sitting around by the ring in the hours leading up to it and watching Vince on headset, watching Vince McMahon work with talent, or I'm just sitting there watching him working with them on WrestleMania day. I, it's, I just sit there like, how am I allowed to be here? Why am I allowed to be here? All you want to do is start taking pictures, you know, and you, you don't. You just have to take mental pictures and just be like, wow. That is Vince McMahon talking to Braun Strowman. They are working things out. It just blows you away. Um, So I've had a lot of those moments that are really, really special where you just get to see things that are, you know, and then I've had really moments that were not good that are still memorable, even though they were bad. When Tegan Knox got hurt at the Mae Young Classic, watching how everyone reacted and how much people cared. Um, the people who knew her, the people who didn't know her, just watching everybody and how much care they had for Tegan was, was really cool. That was also the first day I ever saw Rhea Ripley and was like, who is this? This is a blue chipper. As JR would say. Katie, of course, meeting you. Huge moment. Huge moment. Thank you, Real Todd. I appreciate that. Um, guys, I'm going to wrap it up for right now. With a tear in my eye. I mean, but guys, the story the other day of Ric Flair calling me to congratulate me and welcome me back. That was up there too. The phone ringing and it being Ric Flair going, Peter, I just wanted to welcome you back. It's crazy. When I've heard about times when Stone Cold Steve Austin has randomly referenced me on his podcast, episodes that I wasn't on, crazy. Stone Cold's called me before, randomly. I, granted, he needed something, but still, it was important. And I saw his name light up on my phone and almost lost my mind. So I've had a lot of cool things that I really, really appreciate. I really appreciate all those moments. I really do. Um. Yeah, Carlo said, sitting at the 50-yard line seats in Atlanta with Goldstein to working WrestleMania, living the dream. Yeah, I'm very grateful for those moments. It's one of the reasons, obviously, I selfishly, I'm super bummed about what's going on now. This was, I was so psyched to come back for WrestleMania. I was so psyched to be here. I had been working on my WWE return since December. December. I was ready. For WrestleMania, I came back to the Elimination Chamber. You guys want me to lie to you? I won't lie to you. I killed it at the Chamber. You can go watch the kickoff show right now on the network. I bodied the Chamber kickoff show. I was back in full swing. At it. Ready. Loved loved how it felt that day. Was so ready to be back at Mania. So then to have that go away, it's, it's a bummer for all of us. I'm going to take one last question from Jay. Let's go... 
Last one from Jay. Press release P. Exactly. You know what time it is. Let's see if Jay connects. He's probably outside somewhere as well, considering everyone's only outside. Yep, in your car, of course. Of course, Jay, where the hell are you going? Man, I, I'm at work, my man. I'm, I'm a police officer. I'm at work. Oh, okay. All right. You're an actual police officer? Social distancing, man. All right, you're good. You're good. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, but first off, I hope you're feeling better, man. I listen to Ebro in the morning every morning, man. So I hope you're feeling better. Thank you, man. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing good. My hope is now is that I already had it and that it's going away. That's my hope because I feel I okay hope now. So, man. So, it would be right? nice to have the immunity, but I don't know if it was that or just a cold, so we'll see. I mean, I'm not even from New York, but as much as I listen, you think I live there. Are you in but, New Orleans? Yeah, I, I, I remember you, man. I remember you, Jay. Yeah, man. <laughs> what you got for me today? So, with the Undisputed Era, right, mm-hmm. uh, they want pretty much my best act in the entire business at this point. They kind of got that mix of if DX and NWO had a toddler. I mean, that, that's kind of them. I like that. So, if you was to transition them over to... The, how do you think they'll be on the main roster? But then also, do you think NXT should kind of start to kind of branch out and maybe do certain dates outside of the PC to kind of get more eyeballs on them to to expose them to a bunch more and more people? Jay, that's a really uh, good question. First of all, thank you, man. Even though you're down in New Orleans, you're not here. Thank you for serving right now, man. It's appreciate this you, is man. tough times. Up, appreciate yes, you, appreciate you, Jay. Um, that's Jay in New Orleans, loyal listener to Ebro in the morning, man. Good dude. Really quality dude. And a really good question about Undisputed Era. First of all, I do think it's a good idea to throw them on dates. And they do pop up on random house shows. Like the Garden Show that just got canceled here is supposed to be last weekend. Um, Rhea Ripley was going to be on that show. There were going to be, um, NXT people on that house show. So they do do that, um, every once in a while. Undisputed Era, this is going to be controversial, all right? Stack Guy Greg wouldn't like this because you know what he's like about Adam Cole. I mean, Adam Cole is like Stack Guy Greg's new Bret Hart. But I worry about Undisputed Era on Raw or SmackDown. I know that sounds crazy and people would think it's blasphemy and nothing could go wrong for Undisputed Era. They're just too good. And they are amazing. But to me... Your, your, your characters on NXT that don't have a ton of color. You know what I'm saying? Like they're just good wrestlers and they're really cool. They're really big on NXT. And then I think when they show up on Raw or SmackDown, it's harder to cut through. Spencer says, chill. I know people don't like to hear it, but you know, I'm right. I have the same concerns about Shayna Baszler. Okay, I have the same. You have to cut through when you get on primetime TV. It's not enough to be a really good wrestler and a good look. I don't know why. You can say it's the booking. You can say it's Vince McMahon. You can say all those things. But the truth is, for some reason, it's just not quite the same. And someone mentioned Johnny Wrestling. Yes, I have the same thoughts about Johnny Gargano. Like, for example, Johnny Gargano and T- Tommaso Ciampa, I worry a lot more about Gargano than I do Ciampa. Because Tommaso, his his gimmick is different. I could see him as a heel working on big TV. Gargano, though, just a pretty boy good wrestler... It worries me. And I'm not trying to say that's all he is and he's not talented and he's not a great talker and doesn't have all those things. But 
It really is hard. You know, it is really hard to cut through. And it's not as simple as just, oh, blame WWE's writing. Or sometimes it's just a matter of guys. Listen, I loved Raucous Records. Not all those cats on Raucous were going to make it as mainstream rappers if they'd gotten signed to Def Jam. There are indie rappers who got signed. You know, everyone fantasizes, what if Big L had signed to Rockefeller? Maybe it would have been huge. Maybe it would have been like when MOP was on Rockefeller. We don't know. Someone said Bobby Roode. Exactly. It's just, it's just not, it's not an apples to apples thing that you go from NXT to the main roster and boom, it goes. It's just not how it works. I support, someone said, I just watched the interview with Pounds and Flea Lord. Shout out to uh, Rochester Far Rockaway. And shout out to my man there from Detroit. Yo, Pounds and Flea Lord ain't supposed to be on Hot 97 at 1 in the afternoon. They're, they're late night rap. That's what it is. So it's just the same thing with NXT. Some of these guys are not meant to be the primetime stars. Now, you hope with an Adam Cole it could be, but you don't know. Well, it, it cut off my... uh it cut off my live. It said I'd had enough. So there you have it. We're all done. Wow, you know I turned around. And it's been a whole hour. That was a whole. That was a whole episode. We're gonna have to do a separate episode with Stack Guy Greg. So we'll do that. We'll do a separate episode with Stack Guy Greg. This will just be a uh, a live Q and A episode. And uh, next episode, which I'll drop maybe tomorrow uh, or Friday. We'll have an episode with SGG. We'll break down what happened on AEW. We'll talk about the, uh, the, the Benoit doc, et cetera. Excuse me. But I appreciate all of you guys. Everyone who's been listening and supporting and, in, and got to jump in on the IG live. And if you didn't catch this one, make sure you follow me at Rosenberg Radio and jump in on the next one. We're just a week away from WrestleMania. So there's going to be a lot of content over the next week. Uh, another episode coming with SGG soon. Um, do me a favor. I want you to take it easy. Um, and yeah, you know what? I'm just going to leave it there. Take it easy, man. Wrestler in the history of the art form. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.